Hello and welcome to the latest episode of the Engaged Podcast. I'm Jamie. I'm Simon. And today we're doing our second of our four Borg commentaries. Um, our last one, which was actually two years ago. Two and a half, Jamie. Two and a half. Oh, two, two and a half, tomato, tomato. Uh, our first contact. Uh, now we're back doing uh, Q Who. But yeah, properly this time, where we're not doing it twice over because I've got the right setting this time. Yeah, well, you made a note of yourself when you put the. Yeah, there's yeah. a post it note in the box for the microphone. <laughs> so, and obviously, this one will be just, well, 45 minutes instead of two hours, so, which is nice. But yeah, it's, it's lovely coming back doing another commentary. It said it's been a long time. It's quite fitting with Picard and everything going on in that as well. With season two, yeah. And we're both really enjoying it so far, aren't we? Yeah. So. Um, yeah, we've got obviously got notes. Um, IMDb obviously is one of them. I know you've probably pulled notes from elsewhere as well. You told me to, so we've yeah. got my mouth. Yeah, so uh, Simon's got his. <laughs> Nothing to do with me. You gave me the notes. I so did, I did. They're effectively the same thing on both, but you know, whatever. Yeah, so. Well, sometimes you get more from one than the really. other. But not this time. No. Nah. But uh, Simon's got his usual on paper, and I'm just using my phone, so I've got it on. Uh, no doubt throughout you'll want to see this well maybe I'll have a peek maybe but uh, yeah so um, yeah we've we've got everything set up everything's ready to go so without further ado should we get started yeah so do a countdown fuck no just go <laughs> here we go <laughs> we uh, we don't ordinarily say please to food dispensers around here. Well, what I don't get is like it's the mechanics are within the screen. So if you spill anything, it's not going to do anything. And we've already had like later on, you find out that they don't interact with like animals and pets and things. So spilling something, it's not going to do anything. I don't think. Uh, I like the fact she says that though to the replicate. I think it's a nice little character quirk. It sounds like she was actually meant to be a. Um, a um, what do you call her? Um, recurring character, wasn't she? Yeah, she was. Um, she was also possibly going to, going to be like a love interest for Geordie, but she only appears in obviously Samaritan Snare after this appearance. So, well, you both know what you think of Geordie's romance and yeah. the real story behind that, don't we? Oh, yeah. I wonder if that's like Nesquik. I doubt it's hot. No, nah, it's probably not. So it's probably like Nesquik to make it look like hot chocolate. At least let me serve. Ensign, uh, Ensign? Yeah. Oh, Ensign Sonia Gomez. Ensign Gomez is a recent Academy graduate, Captain. She just transferred over at Starbase 173. <laughs> is that so? Well, Ensign Sonia Gomez, I think it will be simpler if I simply change my uniform. Captain, I must accept <laughs> full responsibility for this. Yes, Chief I just want to say, sir, I'm very excited about this assignment and I promise to serve you. It's like she's been called to the headmaster's office because it's done something wrong, isn't it? It's that equivalent. To 
to the best of my ability. Yes, Hanson, I'm sure that you will. Carry on. She actually does appear in, um, I think, the Starfleet Corps of Engineering books. Yeah, whatever it is. it's in the notes somewhere. First impressions. Yeah. Isn't that what they say? First impressions are the most important. I'll give you this. It's a meeting the captain wants him to forget. <laughs> um, yeah, Corps of Engineers. Mm. Novels. Yeah. And obviously Lower Decks. Yeah. I think that's where they might... It's that line where it's like, you know, my ship. It's that kind of thing that's maybe where they went, yep, yeah, we'll use her. Again, fits in nicely, doesn't it? What is going on, Picard? The shuttlecraft sits. Q. Who else? There, there, haven't we been careless? A little cleaning <laughs> service I'm only too happy to provide. We agreed you would never trouble my ship again. I always keep my arrangements, sir. Look, we're nowhere near your vessel. Quite literally. <laughs> I think that's a season one shuttle. Well, they're in. They didn't really use those shuttles at this point. Mm. Oh, and we should point out I am sporting another pin. I'm wearing my Q Judge um, Fansets pin. Yeah. So you're keeping your promise of trying to wear a pin for each, each is it every episode? Every yeah. The space. The final You wore you've worn that whilst watching Picard, haven't you, as well? No. Oh really? I thought you would have done it. First time I've actually worn it. It's oh. continuing mission to explore. Just love the quality of that picture. To seek out new life and new civilizations. To boldly go where no one has gone before. Oddly enough, watching this kind of made me was, makes me want to go back and rewatch some early next gen. Maybe might do that. Don't tell what season two is better than you think it is. Oh, I agree. I've always liked two. And I mean, this is just an example of one of the brilliant episodes, isn't it? Everyone overlooks two, though. Hmm? Everyone overlooks two. Oh, I kind of get it. You know, Crusher out, Pulaski in, lots of, but you know. That's part of his quirks, though, Pulaski. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And, um, as I said, I know there were problems like writers, writers, writers striking yeah. that, but... That's how we end up with Shades of Bloody Grow. But considering, I think they've actually done a good job. But hey, to reach their own. Tony Gomez played by. What's her name? What's that actress's actor's name? Is that the notes or. No. Nav? I think it's Nav. She also appears in. Um, what is my mind going blank? Um, Donald Schwarzenegger film. On Mars. Somewhere. Oh, um. You've made it, but you won't last long. Total Recall. Yeah. Yeah, is it Total Recall? Yeah. yeah. Oh, she was in that one, she? She plays quite an iconic role. Oh, wow. I didn't know. No? She plays the. 
And the one with the, the three thing. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's her. Oh, okay, <laughs> I didn't know that. No, I didn't know that. Was that on the IMDb or was that the number? No, that's one I know. I, there she is, Guinan. I like the fact that you'd never find out. You see a cafe, that's it. Yeah. What, what their relationship is. Oh, Q and her? Yeah. No, you don't. No, you don't. I wonder if that actually come up in Bacard or something. Something's the best left of mystery. No, seriously. I know, two years ago. Oh, my God. But yeah, um, I... It, it, I said, re-watching this, it brings back those early memories for me of, like... Because I think, remember when I first started, I really hated Q. I do remember, I hated his character. And I said, the whole thing with the Borg, oh... I love the music in this scene as well. This is ten forward. Guinan, I don't remember you ever calling the bridge before. Is everything all right? The episode won two Emmy awards for outstanding sound mixing for a drama series and outstanding sound editing for a series. No, so that kind of fits with what you're saying. Mm. I'm not sure. Just a feeling. Had it a couple of times before. It's probably nothing. Forget that I called. Ten forward out. Man, when it comes to guiding and their things, they don't ignore it. <laughs> I must wonder how far that sheep Picard and Q were from the shuttle. The locator beam won't help. They'll never think to look for you this far away. Otherwise, this is Picard. <laughs> Stop this foolishness, Q. Return me to the Enterprise. I suggest you change your attitude. <laughs> Petulance does not become you. <laughs> we have business, Picard. Keeping me a prisoner here will not compel me to discuss anything with you. It will in time. I appreciate your advice, Lieutenant, and I'll take it to heart. Gardner. Can I get you something? Work fine. Is it oh, yes, and we've still got early uniforms. So I've got the trimming on the top still. Like Susan's oh, yeah, regiment. Yeah. So what made them get rid of those, do you know? Simplifying it a bit, I think. Mm. Where's the captain? In his quarters. Captain, this is Councillor Troy. Ah, I've racked a bid. <laughs> Computer, locate Captain Picard. The captain is not on the ship. Commander, there's a shuttle missing from Bay 2. Awesome. Thank you, Wolf, for just Answer completely for get missing the things. <laughs> no one's noticed. I'm assuming Dana knew because she couldn't sense him. I'm assuming that was it. Possibly, yeah. yeah. I've hailed the shuttle on all frequencies. No response. Yeah, but you don't know where it is. No shuttle or other ships in this sector. <laughs> Why would you try if there's no ships? Why would you try to hide the shuttle if it's not even in this sector? Shut up, Wesley! Set centers on maximum scan. Data. Use our present location as a center. Plot a search pattern from these coordinates to cover the most area in the least time. What are those on the wall, those blinking panels? Those, do they actually have a function? They do. I can't believe I've been a Star Trek fan for over 10 years and I've never even thought to ask about that. What function do they have, though? 
emergency thing you find out later for you Jerry okay I'm just curious I can't believe all these years I've watched next year I've never even thought they do open in the Binars episode do they? they're open yeah we've covered the area in a spherical pattern which a vessel without warp drive could traverse the tunnel. So what, they use like an event of a catastrophic emergency kind of thing? They do have a purpose, I just can't remember off the top of my head. We stay out here years, decades. <laughs> I'm ageless, Picard. You are not. <laughs> the Enterprise will continue with Riker's captain. You're an impossibly stubborn human. <laughs> return me to my ship. If I return you to your ship, will you agree to give my request the full hearing? There we go. All right, Picard. This is the proper venue for our discussion. Oh yeah, even Q's wearing me. What does he call it? It's an early uniform. Yeah. <laughs> My status board indicates the shuttle is back in Bay 2. Computer, locate Captain Picard. Captain Picard is in 10 forward. I love There's it. very subtle references, aren't there, in this bit? Mm. That's the problem with having two notes that are identical, effectively. <laughs> I don't know where anything is. Yeah, because obviously that was um, the earliest signs of the board, wasn't it? Yeah. You state your business, get on with it. I agree, Captain. Enough about this creature. That's where you get the same turn of phrase, isn't it? You know, as though being lifted off the planet. Which is. Yeah, that moment where, when encountering Q, Whoopi Goldberg's gone and makes a hand gesture similar to the one her Miss Seely makes when warding off her abusive husband Albert in the colour purple. My purpose is to join. Yeah. To join us as what? As a member of the crew, willing and able, ready to serve. This ship is already home for the indigent, the unwanted, the unworthy. Why not for a homeless entity? Homeless? Yes. <laughs> if the members of the Q continuum kicked you out, that of the Q are alike. Some are almost respectable. Ready and willing. Able to serve. What would you do? Would you start as an ordinary crewman? Hmm? What task is too menial for an entity? So do you mock me? Not at all, that's the last thing I can do. There's a certain reason why, there's a reason why I would have done order of these countries differently and I'll get to later on once we encounter the war. Okay. So how would you have done it then? Because I would have started with um, regeneration. And then did this one. 
There's a reason. Is it, oh, is it regeneration? Because the signal's sent and that's what makes them because come here. Because that's what, that's where the ball cube's going. Yeah. Fair enough. So, Simon, then you start over the loop with first contacts, the last thing you do. Curious who uses that phrase at that, which is one of the Borgs just before they encounter. an interesting thing to say just before you know you have Deep Space Nine and you're Voyager you know, you encounter things you've never seen before you know kind of the Dominion and Founders and then you go on to Voyager and the Delta Squadron and things what if this was the first that opened up all those ideas the Borg This does look amazing in HD, doesn't it? Oh, yeah. Status. According to these coordinates, we have traveled 7,000 light years and are located near the system J25. Travel time to the nearest star base. At maximum warp in two years, seven months, three days, 18 hours, we would reach star base 185. Why? Why? Why to give you a taste of your future? A preview of things to come. Compermiso, Capitan. The hall is rented. The orchestra engaged. It's now time to see if you can dance. Well, isn't it the first time that face was used since then to... It's the first time Spanish is spoken. Yeah. Yes. What can you tell us? Yeah. Only that if I were you, I'd start back now. Captain's log, 
Stardate 42761.9. Despite Gallium's warning, I feel compelled to investigate this unexplored sector of the galaxy. And this is where we get the reference to neutral zone, isn't it? Yeah. The planet in the system is Class L. There is a series of roads on this planet which indicates a highly industrialized civilization. But where there should be cities, there are only great rifts in the surface. It is though some great force just scooped all the machine elements off the face of the planet. It is identical to what happened to the outposts along the neutral zone. Captain, we are being probed. What is the source of the probe? A ship. It is on an intercept course. On screen. Think they were helped by the budget restraints for the Borglut. So they could spend a bit more. Well, they were meant to be insectoids, weren't they? Which they couldn't do for the budget. But actually, having it as humanoids modified actually makes it even scarier because it's body horror rather than, oh, look, it's an insect. It just doesn't kind of translate as well. Yeah, I remember first watching it, I was like, what the heck is that? I love the shot of the Enterprise with really that close to the ball cube outside, just how big and imposing it is. No response. This is Captain Picard representing the United Federation of Planets. Okay. Activate your screen. Oh yeah, the only time we see the Ten Ford office. Not in whole of um TNG. Whole of the series, yeah. Mm. Why? You're a window. You're familiar with this life form? Yes. My people encountered them a century ago. They destroyed our cities. It's the same. Scattered my I don't get it. <laughs> it's board. not like they do anything with it, with that image. It's not like they kind of. You see a sensor scan over it. It's just her looking out a window, whereas it's a bit like, what? You can never come chat anywhere. I don't get it. Like, there's nothing. It doesn't bring anything to it. You just mean one. It's like filler. I, I don't get it. Yeah, so, um. Another fact is this, uh, this episode is listed as one of the 10 essential episodes of TNG in the 2008 reference book Star Trek 101 by Paul M. Block and Terry J. Erdman. Which I definitely would agree with. I mean, yeah. God, that shot. Oh. I remember how excited I was when I first watched this episode. And just oh yes, Wolf and security team, that was an area. You two idiots, go and stop him. Not that we know you can't. I cannot allow you to interfere in the operations of this festival. Oh yeah, the giant just but dust buster phases. Got one of those new women, yeah. Well they're the original, they're the massive huge we ones from early hard. days of next gen. They got smaller refined later on in next gen. 
He's not interested in your life form. He's just a scout, the first of many. Nothing's interesting the you. way they... He may attempt to gain the Borg of what they do, rather than... More interested in technology than assimilation at this point. Mm. I cannot allow you to interfere with the operation of this ship. <laughs> yeah, while it is not ex explicitly stated in this episode, but the overall ambition of the ball seems to be the acquisition of technology, not the simulation of other species, as in later episodes. It is as though they're a kind of one-time thing, and they're going, actually, that worked out well, let's do them again. Well, yeah, I mean, as we as we know, they they have become the ultimate nemesis, which was originally meant for the Ferengi, but they were kind of too comical. So, um, it says here, originally they were not intended to have a queen, and a two-part episode which they appear best of both worlds reflects this. The Borg Queen was created because the writers were having difficulty in writing dialogue for what was intended to be the Borg central computer. And obviously the Borg Queen appeared in obviously first contact. So, and in Voyager later. you mentioned about the whole thing about the insect thing earlier. The power insects still went over $50,000 over budget. Wow. Whew. I'd love to know how much it cost to do this episode. Then. It must have cost a lot. Oh, only time we see is the red, red alert lighting around the screen in the observation lounge. Hmm. Invasion of the Triphids in 1963. The Triphids are likened to a collective. Triphids. Triphids. Have you seen them? No, I'm aware of it though. The Triphids are likened to a collective intelligence, like an ant colony or a beehive. Individually, they seem less intelligent, but they're together. They're bent on the destruction of the human race. And the voice is. Mixture, because it's a bit weird. One note says one name, and the other one says three. So I tend to go for the, one, the other one. The ball collective voice heard in the episode was synthesised from the voices of Maurice Hurley, director Rob Bowman, and Bowman's assistant. Sound design and pressing was done by Francis Lagerman using symbolic sound cranium system. So it's quite cool. So, so they recorded the sound and they compressed it. Uh, it's it's like the same, but like over it all together, which is cool. 
I love the model of the cord out sections of the hole. Mm. It's a proper, it's a proper model. Yeah. In one of the special features, you see it. Penny, oh, I can't remember a name. Um, archivist mm. shows it off. And what they did was they pushed it up. It's fully de- it's had full details in it, which is just incredible. Can you get can you get like little um iterations of the mod of it? No, there's only one made. This bit. The amount of detail in it is incredible. The table blades are being sliding into the saucer section. The carving is up like a roast. Yeah, it's the first time so I feel get a good kick in, isn't it? Oh yeah. And again, there's no sign of adaptation, is there? It's just kind of one shot and it just... The only time you get adaptation, I think, is the torpedoes later on. Yeah. And oh, it's the only appearance of those shield torpedo things. Shield disruptors. What, you don't use again? You don't see them ever again. Oh, I think they are actually assimilated. I think some of these notes they say they're actually assimilated. Oh, really? What is the condition of the alien ship? They have sustained damage to 20% of their vessel. Life support's minimal. So even though the Borg have assimilated thousands of worlds and species, the only ones we ever see throughout the whole series are very human looking. Yeah, because they're cheaper. Which has been developing for thousands of centuries. The Borg is the ultimate user. Two sound effects were introduced in the episode. Um, the click snap effect and uh, when the main viewer is magnified and the trigger effect when the ship's weapons are fired. Ron Jones happened to compose the score for the first episode featured a board before doing the music for Best of Both Worlds, uh, both parts, after scoring the neutral zone, which hinted at their existence from the start. Which is where you get the nice thread where it's sort of the same whole way through. Yeah. Please, tell us this is one of your Oh no. This is as real as yours. There are interesting facts about this episode. It says, contrary to popular belief, this is not the first utterance of the phrase resistance is futile in the Star Trek franchise. It was actually said 10 years earlier by Spock in the motion picture. Very good. Apparently. I had to casually 
Again, I think that alludes to the fact that everyone thinks um, Vija's the home of the Borg. You needed something like that. I mean, yeah, they might have become a bit more commonplace later, but the graphics displayed in the monsters in the Borg slots are referred to as Borg spaghetti by the production staff. Borg spaghetti. <laughs> yeah, I can kind of see the resemblance. Don't they think it's even spaghetti you'd like? Hmm? Don't you think it's spaghetti even you'd like? No. no. HD, the, um, the, um, God, I can't think today, why the, um, long shot, they modified it so it was a bit more smoky and a bit more detailed. It says here that um, the Daleks and the Cybermen, two reoccurring cybernetic Boogerman races of Doctor Who in 1963, have been suspected to be an influence for the Borg, although subtle details such as the catchphrases are not apparent in the Borg's first appearance. Again, I can kind of see the possible influence as well in the creation of them. I mean, heck, you really had that, that was it East, was it top, um, What's the land that comic again? Simulation Square, Jamie. Thank you. Where the Cybermen and the Borg te team up. And that's a phrase that Spock uses. They either don't see us or don't see us as a threat. It does make you wonder what would have happened if Wolf hadn't moved out of the way. Would there Nothing. Be... It, it's just if you fire at them, that's where the issue comes. So what would have happened? Would the Borg have just moved them aside or something? Just gone around them or something. 
connected to your walk engines. So it seems you don't they? Oh our engines have gone down, you going well yeah. Captain, 
captain, the board ship is closing. They're firing again. Shields have been reduced 41%. Another hit and we will be defenseless. Arm the photon torpedoes. Torpedoes armed. Fire the photons. Mars, we found a blinded grass. Yeah, when Q says that's the card, Spock says um, the same thing you're off con. He's saying more core and shields. Do you mean that's like an inherent flaw in the design of that shit deck? No, it's just called put on the right now. Much sooner than it should have come. Now, 
I have someone ready. Would it be possible to establish a relationship with them? No, we find that out in void, don't we? Jamie, as she called it, makes a deal with the devil. It's just an episode of Next Gen S, it's best. Oh, yeah. As you say, if they hadn't been prepared, if they hadn't done that, the board would have, compo- would have caught them completely unawares. Because they, now they have the time to study it and try and come up with some sort of plan. <clears throat> As we find out in uh, Best of Both Worlds, isn't it? Yeah. And that led on to the development of Defiant. That went smoother than the last one. It definitely did, didn't it? <laughs> Let's start the two hours again, Jay. Oh, yeah, did. Oh, it was good doing it. It was good doing this. I said it's been two and a half years. Yeah. Happy? Yeah. Good. Two years. Let's say I screwed that up, so I'm glad that I've not. Sorry, you redeemed yourself, it's fine. <laughs> so. There's a lot set up with the commentary, you know, you don't, no one quite realises it, just. You think it's quite an easy thing to do. Oh, no, 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 no. You've not just got to set what we record on, you've also got to set up the TV as well, haven't you? So. Yeah, sorry about that. I, Got a bit confused with set up earlier. That's <laughs> alright. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that was obviously Q Ho. So, our next episode will be probably Best of Both Worlds, which will be, well, more of a feature length film one, but still. We're still trying to work out how we're going to do that one because there's two ways we can play that. We can either do episode in one episode rather than, or we do it as two episodes hmm. uh, like put together I don't know because two separate episodes or we do it because I've got it on Blu-ray as one devoted episode where both bits are um, well, they're just playing to each other yeah probably do it that way it probably would be easier but most of the most of the audience would be listening watching it on two yeah true yeah hmm Oh, something on my back for another day. We're, we're going to take two years to do that. Yeah, so. Um, yeah, that's obviously that ends our second Borg episode commentary. Yeah, I'm still not entirely sure we've done the right order, but whatever, it's, that's down to Jamie. You're never going to let that go, is nah. it? No. <laughs> nah. Anyway, we hope, you, we hope you guys enjoyed listening. Yeah, we'll, we'll be back with. 
the next episode yeah which is I don't know <laughs> I believe and I say this strongly I believe it's um, our next episode will be um, genetic engineering should the federation have banned it yeah, grey area that is. Oh yeah, minefield. Mm, that's why. But again, that's been on my list for a long time. That's one of the key episodes I want to do for yogs. So that would be an interesting one to do. A billion notes. That's not too bad, is it? You've already done it, guys. It's a bit confusing. A bit confusing. We'll we'll muddle through. But um, yeah, so that'll be our next episode, guys. So until then, take care, and yeah, we'll be back soon. Bye. Bye.